I should probably not promise something, especially if I'm not sure I can deliver, but I really miss doing monologues at the beginning of every podcast episode, and I haven't done that in quite a while. But because I miss doing it, I won't do it today, but starting next week, I'll probably get back to doing monologues. I really used to enjoy that process, and yeah. Kinka and Kinka, Yorobun, Annyeonghaseyo. This is Rome or Handojun, your Kinka Chingu Kinka classmate and the host of Kinka Podcast, where every week we celebrate the marriage of K drama and language learning. Okay, my voice might sound different right now. That's probably because this is my early morning voice, and if the way I speak seems different as well. Maybe I acquired a different accent while I slept. But no, uh, really, I actually woke up today before 5 a.m. And what day is today? Today is October 3rd. It's Sunday and I'm releasing this episode maybe around lunch today after I edit and stuff. And the reason why I'm recording this late uh, is because yesterday evening, which was my, I mean Saturday is usually the time I record an episode for Kinka but then yesterday we had this activity for the bank for our collective we had a Twitter space and it, the conversation that we had yesterday was really fun and it lasted for three hours so it, it was from 9 p.m until midnight And that was crazy. I didn't expect we'd do it that way. But anyway, it was really fun. And because I still had to record this podcast. So I slept right away after our discussion yesterday evening. And I woke up today before 5 a.m. I had my morning walk for 14 minutes. And now, without taking a shower just yet, I'm back in my room And I'm recording this episode. So, yeah, that's where I'm coming from. 여러분, 지난주에 잘 지내셨죠? Yeah, me too. 저도 잘 지내고요. 근데 지난주에 너무나 바빠서 I didn't have time for anything else. Like, uh, I couldn't even play games last week. Like, 근데 괜찮아요. I'm... doing just fine and I, i like how i'm doing th- things these days it's just that maybe i'd like to have some leisure time but then this is the life i chose i mean <laughs> I, i'm good with doing a lot of things uh what i'm trying to say is i'm better off doing a lot of things rather than not doing anything at all because I, i really find it difficult if you know if i'm not doing anything anyway Enough about me, so, and since I cannot hear from you, so I just go directly to my discussion for today. And today, actually, I'm going to talk about the Korean movie called Time to Hunt or Sanyang-e Shigan. And why am I watching this? Why am I discussing this in the podcast? The reason is because starting from today, I will be featuring movies or maybe K-dramas as well. where uh, Lee Jae-hoon acted on. or he, He's not always the lead character in the shows or in the movies that I'm going to feature, but we're looking at movies where he participated in. like Or maybe he had a significant role, even if 
it weren't the I mean even if he weren't the lead character because last time it was Kim Hyesu so that's the female actress or yeah that I chose to feature in the first half of this season and now we're going with Lee Jae-hoon so it's about time uh, the movie is Time to Hunt or Sanyang-e Shigan now before I discuss about the movie let's uh, let's talk about Lee Jae-hoon first by the way I really find it difficult if I see Korean actor's name that is romanized because there's no standard way to read a romanized name and they are spelled differently all the time so when i see actors names korean actors names in english i usually find it confusing how to pronounce their names this one is his romanized name is lee jae-hoon lee jae-hoon and i don't know that just sounds weird to me and i'm sure that americans would read this in a variety of ways and yeah it's okay for them but i just think that it's a person's name so we should we should pronounce it the way they prefer it to be pronounced and usually that's based on the original sounds of their name so his name is Lee Jae-hoon Lee Jae-hoon they don't really say Lee and yeah the vowels in Jae-hoon Um, I'm confused if I see it romanized, so it's better for me to see it with Korean characters or in Hangul. I'm not sure if you resonate with that, but maybe, maybe some of you resonate, maybe some of you don't, but that's fine. Anyway, Lee Jae-hoon was born in July 4, 1984, so how old is he now? He's 16 plus 21, that's 37, oh, oh, 37! Okay, he's nine years older than I am. And his height is 176 centimeters. No, not not that much taller than I am. I'm, I think, 172 or 173 centimeters. I'm quite tall. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, I think I never mentioned that on the podcast. But yeah, I'm 172 or 3 centimeters. I'm not sure if I grew or if I... Sh- shrinked or shrunk in the past months or years but yeah i think that's still my height and uh i haven't followed ije hoon until this year i mean i haven't really seen a lot of his movies but then looking at his filmography i actually saw a lot of his movies already well not a lot maybe two of the not so recent <laughs> films that he did because i am sure if you're watching k-dramas now you have probably already seen move to heaven or taxi driver where stars land signal so those are not so old like signal is only from 2016 But his movies, though, his movies, his earliest movie was in 2009. So, I don't know. if uh, Unless you've been a fan since that time, maybe you've seen all his movies. But if you're just following him now, probably you start with Signal, I guess. Or if you're a 
super recent fan, then maybe the first time you got interested in him was in Move to Heaven. And that's all right. So in the next four weeks, I will only be featuring Korean movies or K-dramas where Lee Jae-hoon played a role. Yeah, just let's lower down our standard. He he played a role. He, he doesn't have to be the lead in the show. I, I mean, in the movie for him to be free, for the movie to be featured. Okay, my my language skills is still not catching up because I, I, yeah, because, <laughs> yeah, it, it's still very early in the morning. Anyway, okay, so I'd like to talk about the movie already, but then I remember that it's the first week of October. It's the first Sunday of the month, and that means I should share with you some stats about the podcast because I find it fascinating that yeah the numbers are rather increasing and yeah it's all thanks to you I owe it all to you that I'm still doing this podcast because you are there listening to yeah to me ramble about things and that's just I don't know I I just want to say thank you because yeah even if there's only a single person watching this and I, even if I don't know that person, I'd still be thankful for clicking on the play button. And, you know, the download counts of podcasts are quite interesting because it's not the same in every platform. Like for Apple Podcasts, uh, they consider, I mean, they count as play if it's on a unique device and the play duration is greater than zero. So the number of plays is that which is, yeah, greater than zero. So yeah, if you decided to listen to an episode and you click the play button, even if you've just listened to it for a second or two seconds, that would already be counted as play. So on, so right now, actually, I have more plays on Apple Podcasts as compared to spotify or any other platforms but then on my analytics from my podcast host it it appears that i've only had a few numbers shy from 700 downloads which is interesting because right now what i see on apple Podcasts is that i have 609 plays yeah 609 plays on apple Podcasts, and that's quite interesting 609 unique devices so it, it could be that there's a lot of you who are using multiple devices and then you're playing my podcast, maybe in your Mac, in your iPhone and in your iPad. So that number might be bloated. Uh, then I still appreciate the numbers. And for Spotify, though, it, it's not as much. I didn't even look at the total plays because, yeah, I think it's less than 200. And that's just the start, not an actual stream for Spotify I think it for it to be considered a stream you need to listen to an episode for at least 20% of the entire duration anyway I'm just so surprised that the podcast is performing much better on Apple podcast as compared to my Korean ASMR podcast yeah because I, I try to compare it as well and my Korean ASMR podcast is gaining gaining a lot of traction on Spotify although not in the Philippines it's actually very strange because 
even for my Korean ASMR, there's not a lot of Filipino people listening to me, and that's okay. I mean, there's not a lot of Filipino people learning Korean anyway. And yeah, for this podcast, however, for Kinka Podcast on Apple, the still the number one country that listens to me the most is Vietnam, followed by the United States. And then Thailand, and then South Korea, and then the Philippines. Okay, that's interesting. Some Filipino people are, li- are listening to this podcast. And maybe it's the people from our collective, or maybe not. I'm not sure. But yeah. And as for Spotify, uh, Philippines, Australia, Germany, US, and the United Kingdom. So I feel like the podcast listeners for Kinka is growing and although i'm still not getting feedback from all of you guys that's okay but i'd really appreciate it if you're on apple Podcasts or anywhere else where you can actually easily give a comment or feedback i would appreciate it if you do (laughs) but if not it's okay or yeah oops i can hear my stomach i'm not sure if you're hearing that on the recording but yeah since i still haven't eating breakfast yeah I, I could hear my stomach it's okay i will do this until i finish recording i mean yeah okay so about the movie time to hunt uh the plot synopsis okay i said i wouldn't be using asian wiki plot synopsis anymore but here i am and i'm just looking at it because when i watched this movie i didn't have any idea of what to expect. I just know that the title is Time to Hunt. And I didn't watch a trailer or anything. I just know that E.J. Hoon is going to be in the movie. So I watch it without any clue of what to expect. And anyway, so the plot synopsis as written by the Asian Wiki staff goes like this. Set in the near future in an area filled with poverty, Jun Sok, wants to leave the city and start a new life. For that, he sets up a reckless crime plan. He enlists the help of three friends, Ki-hoon, Jang-ho, and Sang-soo. Soon, these four men are chased by a mysterious man named Han. Okay, so that's the plot synopsis. It's interesting why they say that this is set in the near future. (laughs) Yeah, I find that weird. Set in the near future. So it's not far from 2020 because this movie was released in 2020. Okay. Yeah, last year, April 23, 2020. And they had their world premiere on February 2020 in the Berlin, Berlin, Berlin. How do you pronounce Berlin? Berlin, right? Berlin, Berlin. IFF, so I guess that's International Film Festival, Berlin, Berlin International Film Festival. Okay, so Sanyang Shigan, I think it's a Netflix original, because, yeah, the posters have Netflix on it, like, everywhere. So maybe it is a Netflix original. I'm not sure, because I didn't do uh, detailed research on this, or... Okay, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not a Netflix original. It's just that they bought the rights to this movie. Okay, so hmm, I what did I say prior to that? 
I said it's interesting that they say that this is set in the near future because the Korea that we see in the movie in Sanjang Eshigan or Time to Hunt is very different from the Korea that we see today. And the colors were also very different. Actually, when the movie started, they have seen a lot of landscapes in Korea and the places didn't seem very familiar to me. Although I've been, I've stayed in Korea for some time. And actually, the first few scenes in the movie looked like it weren't from Korea at all. It, it felt like some, some outskirt in the United States. Although I've never been to the United States. I just feel like those places didn't look like Korea. But the point is, it looks so different from the Korea that we know today. And the color palette that was used in the movie makes it feel like, yeah, maybe this could be in the future, you know, maybe near future. But then it's at a time when Korea is not at its best because the plot says, I mean, the story shows that they could no longer use the Korean won for transactions and they're only using dollars and yeah it, it looked like the the country South Korea became poor and that's why everything is difficult yeah um well yeah it says in the plot here that that it's set in the near future in an area filled with poverty but it felt like the entire Korea is poor and that the whole world was, I don't know, they may have faced some kind of disaster for the country to go awry that way. Anyway, uh, I wouldn't give away everything about the movie because that's just not my thing. This is an action movie for sure. And while I really find the chase chase and run scenes that was really fun to watch, I can't help but but think like this is an action movie that somehow lacks something in terms of the story. Although, mind you that this is actually the type of movies that I used to watch when I was a kid. Because I lived in the province and I lived with my grandparents, but then also with my uncles. And my uncles really like action movies. So when I was young, we were watching Rambo and what else? Uh, I don't I don't remember the title of all the movies that we watched back then, but I remember that most of the movies that we watched were action movies and action movies that didn't really have a lot going on in terms of the story but there's a lot going on in terms of the action and I don't think it's bad it's just that when a movie is action-oriented maybe we don't get a lot of of uh, character backstory like for Junsok uh we know th- well he's he's the lead character so we know that 
he was he got into jail because he saved his friends after they did a robbery and then here they go again because they want to change their lives they decide to do another heist together and luckily they were actually able to pull off the heist it was so easy for them but then here comes a man whose name was Han as mentioned who starts chasing them and that's the entire story actually that they're being chased by Han and then later on Junsok decides okay we cannot just keep running we we need to fight and yeah i feel like that took too long before he decided that okay yeah let's fight like i think it's already at the final quarter of the movie when he realized he should do that but then yeah i think the action scenes are still very interesting and Ije Hoon is here. We also have Choi Ushik, the uh, I forgot his name in Parasite Q. Anyway, he he's one of the stars in Parasite, and of course we have Park Hesu. He's the man named Han in this movie, and Park Hesu is also in Squid Game. So if if you like his performance in Squid Game. Maybe you'd like his performance here as well, because in Squid Game he was at least somehow a friend to the lead character, but here he's totally crazy. And uh, yeah, it's an action movie. I'm not sure how many K drama fans are interested in action, but there's actually a, several action K dramas, right? Like I I would consider Signal as a as an action K drama, and then the Sisyphus. Well, there's some action, but maybe not so much. And what what else is an action movie? I I mean action K drama. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, there's one. I I just can't take the title out of my uh, out of the tip of my tongue. But anyway, there are action K-dramas and action Korean movies. So you might want to watch them as well. Anyway, there's not much else that I want to talk about regarding this film. But okay, so I haven't really shared about language for quite a while now. And maybe you're thinking, okay, he promises that this is going to be a K-drama and Korean language learning podcast but then why is he not sharing about language okay sorry about that but yeah so i'm on hello talk and sometimes i just have i just have uh interesting discussions with other people there or maybe i see people engaging in different interesting discussions and just recently i read something about how are you and annyeonghaseyo and we we all know that Annyeonghaseyo is a greeting and sometimes it's translated as good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Although, yeah, so sometimes it doesn't really uh, work that way in terms of translation. But yeah, it's translated as a greeting. And in English, we say how are you and we use it for two purposes. Sometimes just as a greeting, like we don't really want to know how the other person is. And we just say, how are you? 
and maybe you were expecting just a good and it's because it's just a greeting it's just a form of formality but then sometimes we actually really want to ask the other person how they are doing and we say how are you expecting an answer now that doesn't translate very well to korean because nobody really says tired chineo as a question like how are you this literally how are you or otoke chineo how literally asking how another person is doing because koreans don't do that they don't ask that and so for greeting they just say annyeonghaseyo and the only response that you give when you're greeted with an annyeonghaseyo is annyeonghaseyo so it would be weird if you see something uh, i mean if one person asks you how are you and then you respond with how are you if if you know if, if you just think of translating the idea or in another case if you say annyeonghaseyo but then you meant to say how are you and then the other person would answer good or not so good or i'm having a tough time then that would be weird like annyeonghaseyo and then the person will say i'm having a tough time you, you get what i mean so it's that This expression, how are you, which we have in English, doesn't perfectly translate to Korean because of culture and stuff. And so some people are, yeah, some people on the Otak were not debating, but having a healthy discussion of how to address translation and stuff because of that. Yeah, and actually on Twitter as well, I've been seeing a lot of discussion about translation for K-dramas actually and people were saying that there are two kinds of translations on Netflix or subtitles like there's one that is exactly the dub that they do in English if the show has an English dub and then another subtitle that is actually a more or a better translation that conveys the meaning of what is actually being said. So I haven't explored that as much because I really never bothered to listen to a dub. Uh, I mean, an English dub for Korean movies. And yeah, I find that weird. Even for other languages, I'd prefer to listen to the original language and have subtitles if I can't understand the their language. But yeah... I prefer reading a subtitle rather than changing the voice of the <laughs> I mean the voice of the film because I don't know sometimes English dubbers just don't give the perfect voice for the face of the people although it doesn't mean that the face and the voice exactly match all the time but yeah I'd prefer to hear the voice of the original actors most of the time Although I have friends who do dubbing and I really appreciate the work that they're doing. That's really interesting because especially not all of us are inclined to have subtitles, right? So people would prefer that they hear it. And if English is the only language that they can understand, then they'd watch a movie or a drama 
that's dubbed in English and that's all right. It's just that I'm telling you of my preference. Okay. I think that's all for today. This episode is going to be a short one and what else? Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, so my promise to you next week is that I'll do a monologue again at the beginning of the episode and I'll remember to share stuff about language learning. Maybe some vocabulary words if I have time and if I have time to prepare. But yeah, thank you very much for listening to this episode and... Yeah, I encourage you to watch the film Time to Hunt, Sanyang Eshigan. It's still on Netflix. I'm not sure if it has Korean subtitles because I watched it with my family yesterday with English subtitles so that they could understand. But yeah, so that's it, I guess. And I'll see you again next time. 네, 여기까지 들어주셔서 정말 감사하고요. 다음에 꼭 봐요. 안녕히 계세요. Bye bye.